In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Well, the Gospel lesson is about weddings, so I would assume that the women will be interested, and the men will be guarded. <laughs> Jesus talked a lot about weddings uh, for a guy who was never married. He has a lot of texts about weddings, it seems like. And this one is uh, a third in the trilogy of parables that we've just gone over. The last two weeks we had the parable of the two sons who were invited to go out into the vineyard and work. Then we had the, uh, the tenants, the wicked tenants in the vineyard who uh, didn't pay their share of the fruit that they owed. And now we have the parable of the wedding banquet. And in each of these parables we have a, we have a father and a son we have an authority figure, a father, a landowner, and a king. We have servants who are sent out in two of these stories with disastrous results. And we have a, a pretty gracious invitation in all of them. So the story for today goes like this. A king is having a big wedding banquet for his son. So he sends out invitations. And people don't come. And he sends out invitations again. And he says, hey, maybe you didn't know the kind of menu I had. Maybe you weren't aware. This is a big deal. Come on in. And they don't come. And in fact, some of them take the servants and they seize them and they kill them. Now, in our culture, we would say, well, that sounds kind of weird. But in that culture, what that meant was that a king was usually a leader over a, a loose confederation of city-states. There wasn't a lot of centralized government except for the Roman Empire. And so when a king would send an invitation, if you refused that invitation, that was pretty much the same as open rebellion against the king. It was seen as, you do not recognize his authority. You are not pledging allegiance. Now, there's a topic that's come up recently in the, in the United States. You were, it was the Pledge of Non-Allegiance. Uh, to that king. And so that's why you have, you know, they seized the servants and killed them. They were already in open rebellion. The king sent in troops, crushed it, burned the city. Okay. Uh, now, the next part is kind of weird too. He, he says, well, go invite whoever you find out there. Go, go make sure you got people. So he sends them out into the highways and byways. And they invite everybody, good and bad. Doesn't make any difference. He said, I want the wedding hall to be filled. So they did that. And then there's another kind of strange part about this wedding garment business. He said, there's a guy in there who doesn't have a wedding garment on. Now, understand that it wasn't because he couldn't afford it. The wedding garments were supplied by the king. And so if he didn't have his wedding robe on, it was because he just didn't want to for some reason, didn't want to do it. And so he was thrown out. And it ends with the cryptic message, so many are called, but few are chosen. So when we get done with this story, then of course we always have to ask Martin Luther's small catechism question, what does this mean? <laughs> and and uh, what, what is it more, more uh, pertinently, what does it mean to us? Well, the first thing I think it means is that we have all received a gracious invitation to be part of the kingdom of God. And it doesn't get any better than that. It's, it's going to be a feast like we've never discovered. And we get to uh, 
come. This is a bit of a wedding banquet right here. We get to feast around the Lord's table later on, a foretaste of the feast to come. But it's not going to be near as great as what we will see. We were all invited to that, all of us. And the first thing we should recognize is that he invites the good and the bad. Uh, there's nothing about what we do that says, because I have uh, been good, that I merit this somehow. We were just watching that on the, on the video. Uh, Luther, because I'm good, I can make satisfaction, and somehow I merit God's favor uh, through that. No, there's none of that. We're, we're, just, we're just invited, that's all. The good, the bad, and the ugly, the, kind of on the Clint Eastwood scale. <whistles> you know, we're just all invited uh, to that, no matter who we are. The next thing is that we can learn from this is that some of the people were in open rebellion against what the king wanted. And that's the question we can ask. Am I, am I in open rebellion to what God wants me to do? Do I get nudged by the Holy Spirit and go, oh, I don't think so. I don't believe that. You know, is, is it a sacrifice for me to do what it is that the Lord wants me to do? Sacrifice usually means uh, I have to give up something of value for something of greater value. Well, do I not think that God's stuff is of greater value than my stuff? Do I not want to give up those things? Or maybe it's kind of like at Lent where we say, well, I'm going to give something up. Well, you know, to me, <laughs> it's, I'm okay if the Lord wants me to give up liver and lima beans. You know, I'm good with that. But if he wants me to give up roast beef and potato chips, I don't think so. Uh, I'm okay if, you know, certain things, the Lord, if, if, if I have to give up skydiving from now on, okay. But, you know, if I have to give up NFL football, I don't think so. Is it going to be like that? Or is the stuff I want to do more important than the stuff the Lord wants me to do? Is it just that? I don't want to make that sacrifice. Uh, the other thing I think about this text that is um, really kind of startling is that it seems so important for the wedding hall to be filled. It seems very important to the king that the wedding hall is filled. And uh, of course, if we're Lutherans looking at that, if this is the wet part of the wedding hall, look around yourself. Huh, not filled. Why, why, why is that? Are we kind of putting aside that part that says go out into the highways and byways and compel them to come in is that just something lutherans don't do that is that part of the message we don't want to hear are we invitational at all i mean eddie's in charge of evangelism he's always talking to us about we need to be invitational and that's because he's right we do is that just something that we shove aside and ignore the other thing uh that I think is important in this text is that we look at what God has done and say, you know, what is my response to this? I'm invited to this gracious banquet, and what does that mean for me? I think the guy without the, the wedding robe, the garment, this is what I think he symbolizes. And, and scholars debate this, but for my money, what that means is this is a guy that accepted the invitation that wanted all the goodies, the feasting and the partying and the dancing and all that, but he didn't want to put on a new life. He accepted the invitation of God and he wanted the party, he wanted the goodies, 
but he didn't want to put on a new life. He didn't want to do what we heard last week, the fruits of righteousness, love, joy, peace, compassion, kindness, generosity, and uh, the like. He didn't want to put that on. He just wanted to come, you know, God is a huge vending machine. Okay, boom, boom, got the goodies, fine, that's it for me. Uh, I think that's what the wedding gown symbolizes. And finally, the last part is, but many are called, but few are chosen. I, I don't know, I don't understand that one very well, but there is a variant reading to this, in the te- to this text. There's a variant reading in some manuscripts that I like better, actually. It says, but the great are chosen, but the lowly, uh, the great are called, but the lowly are chosen. I think that's more in fitting with Matthew's gospel and the message of the gospel entirely. So when we sum this up, we go, we've been invited to a great banquet. Uh, We have to check ourselves out. Are we in either open rebellion or kind of, um, I think my stuff's more important than the Lord. Have we put on a new life and are we ready to fill the banquet hall? Amen. Now by the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen.